Welcome to Fierce Fit Feminine and Other F-Words, a place where women in business come to learn how to improve their health, beauty, body language, and communication. I'm Christine Brunelli, chiropractor and former beauty salon owner turned body and beauty transformation coach for women in business who want to look and feel fabulous both on and off camera. That means in your pictures and in real life, in your videos and in real life. And today's topic is going to help you get there dry January. I did this challenge last year. It was a smashing success. And today we're going to talk about how this is going to help you in your business and your personal life. Are you ready? Let's get started. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. Have some Prosecco. Have you been to Italy? That is how you are greeted at every restaurant. A glass of Prosecco is offered for free for the ladies walking by. Maybe they give it to the gentlemen too. I don't know, but that's how they lure you into their restaurant. They'll offer free Prosecco. It flows like crazy. So does the wine. You know, Italians love their wine. But interestingly, Italians don't drink usually without a meal. Their wine is for their dinner. It is to enhance their meal, and they stop at one or two. It is not like the United States where I'm located, and believe it or not, the United States consumes more wine than Italy, than France. France isn't far behind, but I haven't been there yet. I do want to experience the Champagne region and the Bordeaux region and all of that because I do enjoy wine. But I have to say, after dry January last year, I learned a lot about how wine affects me. And, you know, we do already know. We know what our limit is. You know when you've had too many. You know if it's not wine or whatever your cocktail is that you like to enjoy. You know there's a limit. You know that your sleep gets interrupted. You know that it changes speech and it changes your reactivity to certain things, your response time. But the thing that surprised me the most when I did the dry January challenge last year. I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't know how much it was going to change my skin. My skin! Alcohol causes inflammation. So if you know anyone who is a chronic or chronic drinker or they abuse alcohol, you know their nose is usually really red. Their skin is a little bit blotchy or runs red. That's because alcohol is inflammatory. And On February 1st last year, I couldn't believe the difference in my skin. I went completely dry and I'm doing it again this year. And I want to invite you to join me in the show notes. You can tap the link to join Dry January right now as you're listening to this episode. It is free. 100% free. I support you with a series of emails. I go live on Instagram. We're going to have Zoom parties (laughs) where we get together and just chat about all the challenges that we have, maybe alternatives. And I'm going to talk about that now, but also just be a support to bring awareness. This is not a challenge that is for you to stay sober year round. I'm not, I will have a glass of wine. I am sure of it before the end of 2023 but not in January. In January, it's like I'm starting the year with a reset, right? A lot of people go into their health kicks. They go into weight loss or sugar-free challenge. And it's not that you might not eat sugar all year round. It is to bring awareness. Well, that is what dry January is all about. Dry January started actually in the UK, Uh, early 2000s, and it didn't really start getting traction until 2015. Last year, 
I think my little challenge was one of the few that I could find that was running on social media. There weren't very many. This year, 2023, multiple, multiple challenges. So it is gaining traction. And why is that? It is gaining traction for a couple reasons. One, we're starting to see celebrities talk about being sober. They're making it okay. I don't know why the general public wants to see a celebrity go sober before they feel like they need permission to go sober. We don't need permission. But for some reason, they're held to a higher standard and we think, oh, they're trying it. I'm going to try it. And I'm going to talk about that. But this is all about you. Where are you right now in your alcohol consumption? A moderate drinker for a lady, if you're, this is where you're considered moderate, is one glass or one drink, one glass of wine or one cocktail a day. That's considerate moderate drinking. Now, that doesn't have to be one a day for seven days a week. It could be that you only drink Friday and Saturday, but you squeeze those drinks into those two days a week. It's the amount of alcohol. So that's moderate drinking. Moderate drinking is where we start to see major changes in the brain and in your health that are detrimental. So we do hear stories about, you know, red wine or certain things like the queen of England, rest her soul, used to have a cocktail a day and she lived until what age, right? There are some studies out there that say that it's okay and actually can be healthy if you have red wine every day. I'm not here to dispute that. Because there are studies out there that say just the opposite. And I'm not here to be on one way or the other. I'm not saying go sober all the way or, you know, just drink in moderation. I'm just here to do dry January. And dry January, what it did for me last year was it brought a re- awareness that I thought I knew in my head, I thought I knew, but once I experienced it, I really knew. And I would love for you to experience this with me. So go to the show notes while you're listening, tap the link to enroll. It's completely free. I support you with a whole bunch of things so that you have someone by your side. Uh, But this is besides the skin, besides the glowy skin where everybody wants to look great, right? No alcohol, that helps. Your skin changes. Second thing I noticed, Without trying, I personally lost eight pounds. I wasn't trying. I just cut out alcohol. And I'm not even a moderate drinker. I'm not even that. I'm less than a moderate drinker. And I lost eight pounds. So if alcohol is part of your normal routine in your social circles, or maybe you have a nightcap every night, this is your chance to drop 10 pounds easy. You can get rid of it just by cutting the alcohol. Why? A couple reasons. One, if you drink any alcohol that has sugar, that sugar gets stored as fat. Two, maybe you're not a sugar drinker. Maybe you're a vodka soda drinker because you're trying to cut sugar. But do you know what it does? It increases your snacking. You know it does, right? So you might not be drinking sugar, but you're eating chips or peanuts or, you know, more almonds than what you should be eating. And you're mindlessly eating because you don't want an empty stomach with the alcohol. Weight gain is a thing when you drink. It just is. So we have glowy skin as a benefit and we have weight loss as a benefit. Do you know what another benefit is? Here, are you ready for this one? Better sleep. Drinking does help you fall asleep faster, but it's not restful sleep. It's disrupted sleep. You know if you've had maybe three glasses of wine too many, two cocktails too many, you knock out really fast and then a couple hours later, you wake up 
your body's in a sweat. It's trying to detox all the toxins that you'd put in your body. And the sleep is not restful. You wake up the next day, you don't feel great. You're going to have better sleep. As a result of better sleep, we have more energy. You start to be more alert. You start to have better focus and mental clarity. These are all benefits of dry January. You will also notice something around your circle of friends. And this is something I really found interesting. When you don't order a drink out to dinner, they, they want you to have one. Why are you not drinking? They never say, you know, if you're, if you're skipping like food, certain foods, maybe you're gluten-free. They never say, well, why aren't you eating bread? Come on, have some bread. They usually won't do that. But boy, if they want to have a glass of something to drink and you're not drinking, they pressure you. And I felt that. I experienced that where it really bothered them. These people that really thought, why though? Why though? (laughs) I said, I I just, I'm, I'm challenging myself to not drink you know, just, just to give my body a break. And some people are very open to it. People who have done it before, people who are more health aware, more conscious and self-aware other people, you'll notice it's, it challenges them and it makes them uncomfortable, but you know what? That's okay. It's going to show you who is going to support you and who is going to go, I don't get it. <laughs> you'll be you'll be amazed. I think you'll actually be surprised at the people that'll be like, "Oh, come on, one sip, you can do it." It's adult peer pressure. <laughs> That's what it is. Like you're in middle school, but you're adults. Anyway, it happens. So one of the tips I give everyone who joins the challenge, and I'll share it with you here, is when you decide to try a dry January challenge, announce it to everyone. Let them know beforehand, hey, I'm going to be doing this for the entire month of January. I just wanted you to know because that will prevent the pressure and the uncomfortable awkwardness for those people who really can't handle it. Or you may not see them for the whole month of January. You're going to have to be okay with that. Some of your friends are social drinking friends. Maybe they don't want to meet. That'll really reflect where your friendships are. It'll show you what they're rooted in. It's so interesting. That's another benefit, right? It'll just show you what kind of friends you have, who's there to support you, all of it. Now, there was something I mentioned earlier in the episode where I was talking about celebrity. And the celebrities here in the United States, there's something in California where the celebrities are saying, I'm Cali sober, California sober. Demi Lovato used that term and some experts weighed in on what it means. Now, while it is something that, wow, for someone like her who was hitting rock bottom, she pulled herself out and said, I'm Cali sober now. And what that means is I'm going in moderation. She was close to dying. So of course, everyone, we love her. We want her to be healthy. But Cali sober is more of a lifestyle where we're doing less. We're not doing as much or what they're doing is they're replacing, maybe I abused alcohol, so I'm going to replace it with marijuana instead. So they're adding substitutions or they are just going way less than what they used to do. Well, if it's an addiction, going way less 
isn't really going to help because addiction needs a stronger support than just minimizing. Minimizing helps, but addicts need deeper help. So dry January is really not the place for someone that's addicted. It's a place for someone who knows that they have abused it through the holidays or they would like to cut back or they got really in the habit during the pandemic. My goodness, we never had alcohol delivery cocktails delivered with food until the pandemic, at least in the United States. You could order a Mexican dinner and have margaritas to go. Never happened before in the United States uh, as a like a to-go service. And wine consumption skyrocketed during the pandemic. So if that's you, and it's just a habit, not an addiction, it's a habit that you know you want to break. That's what we're talking about. So Cali Sober when they minimize it, if it's someone that's truly an addict, that can still be risky and scary. But if they're replacing, and if it's you and you're replacing alcohol with something like mocktails, are those mocktails sugar laden? That's a problem. So with Cali Sober, or I'm just going to do dry January, and instead of, you know, water and healthier drinks, I'm going to just make mocktails. Well, you might not get the benefit that you're looking for if it's pineapple juice and orange juice and all of these juices that have high sugar, because Instead of having the alcohol, now you're replacing it with higher sugar content. So in my challenge, I support you with email ideas of things you can do instead because I don't want you to cut one habit just for the 30 days and replace it with a different habit where you're not going to enjoy the benefits of it. So dry January with me is all about improving your health but also improving your appearance, ways that things that we can do on the nights we would normally be unwinding with a nightcap, we're going to do to our brains, to our skin, to our lip care. Everything is included in my Dry January Challenge because I am really committed to helping you look and feel fabulous. And on February 1st, at the end of Dry January, you are going to feel so good if you keep your promise to yourself. So I would love to invite you to join me, my friend. If there is enough interest, I will create a pop-up Facebook group so that we can get to know each other that way. If that doesn't fly, I will definitely, regardless, be having some Zoom parties where we can get together and meet in person and chat on Zoom and talk about how it's going. I would love to know where you feel the biggest obstacle getting in your way of staying dry the entire month. That's something when you get invited and you enroll into dry January, one of the things I ask when you first enroll is please respond to my email and let me know where are you struggling because I'm going to address it and coach you through it and help you stay on track. So that is my episode for you today. It is all about staying dry and why we want to do it. We want better sleep. We want better skin. We want to lean out a little bit after all of the indulgence of the holidays and we want better focus and mental clarity. And one final tip, we want our brain to be healthy. I share this and I'm going to just leave you with this because this is part of my program in the challenge itself. Your brain, if you're a moderate drinker, your brain shrinks. The part called the hippocampus actually shrinks where that's your memory and your ability to learn. So if you're trying to learn a language, let's say, and you're a moderate drinker, you're going to have a hard time learning it, mastering it, and remembering what you learned all because of the alcohol. Now that does start to unwind and reverse if you cut back or quit drinking altogether. That's the good news. But also 
moderate drinkers have a 57% higher chance of developing dementia. 57%. It's the studies for what alcohol does to us in a bad way, in a negative way, kind of outweigh the studies that show the good. So dry January is just a place for you to get aware, to see what it feels like, to feel your body and experience things in a fresh way in the beginning of the year. That, my friend, is all I have for you today. I hope you'll tap that link and join me for Dry January. I'll see you there. I'll be back next week. Same time, same place. See you then. New episodes of Fierce Fit Feminine and Other F-Words are released every Tuesday. If you hit subscribe, you'll get notification. It will automatically load to your podcast library so that you know when a new episode is there for you. And until that new episode is released, my friend, I hope you have a fierce, fit, feminine, and fabulous day.